you are, maybe you do need a pina colada, Paul. Maybe I do need a pina colada. Well, maybe you need to get caught in the rain. Well, I'll have a pina colada in five minutes. That's the good news. Um, you, you need to get caught in the rain. Caught in the rain? What's that? Are you into yoga? No. Uh, funny. Uh, do you have half a brain? I, I assume so. Do you like making love at midnight? Connor, what are these questions you're asking? Bro, you haven't gotten it yet? Do you like pina coladas? Are those I'm all lyrics from that song? Are you not into yoga? <laughs> and you have half a brain. I don't know how it's you, something like that. I don't know how you remember that. I like that. making love at midnight. It's something like that. I don't know how you remembered that. That's like good I don't on. Know if those are the lyrics. Good on you. We're just gonna su- we're gonna assume those are the lyrics to the Pina Colada song. Um, oh. yeah. I uh, you know, back to kind of what we were talking about pre pre show. Um, I feel like if I had a restaurant, I'd want to have my name in it. You would. Yeah, that's cool. But hey, this is Paul's place. Well, you got this is this is Paul's place. Come to PP. Exactly. Come to come eat at PP's. It's real come good and tasty. <laughs> yeah, come meet at PP's. You Man, can, how do you spell? And you could be Connor's Kitchen spelled with a C instead of a K. Boom. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to name it after me. Wow. Because like problem is if you know. do name it after you, you have to be real good at kicking cooking. Cause Or managing, I guess. Yeah. Or yeah, you have to be you just have to be good. Because if you're if you're a t- bad restaurant and your restaurant's named after you, you're the one to blame. It's sure like oh, if yeah. it's if it's a regular restaurant like that you own and it's not named after you, you're still the one to blame. But if you throw your name in that title you're definitely mm-hmm. the one to blame. But. Yeah, I don't know. I th- I think that it's kind of dangerous, though. Like to be like to be one of those people. Like if you go to like Gino's kitchen and yeah. then you meet Gino. Isn't that isn't that Ratatouille? <laughs> Is that what you're? Well, I feel like isn't that what they call? Really, isn't that what it's called? There's a curveball. I don't know what it's called in Ratatouille. I, like... I was thinking of this one Hell's Kitchen episode. Oh, I feel... I'm, I'm Gino. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I've seen that episode. Oh, I'm I... Gino. I love Hell's Kitchen. It's so good. It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, and just like seeing how unable those owners are able to operate that like business. Or just right. and then just Gordon Ramsay walks in and he's like, "What? What is happening? What is going exactly. on?" And that's what I'm saying, bro. So like, not only if you have a restaurant named after yourself, and then Gordon Ramsay comes to your place, bro. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be tough. I that would, would be tough. You do have to be good. My my goal would not though. I I wouldn't try to open a restaurant. And have it get to the point where Gordon Ramsay would visit and they'd show people, up on Hell's Kitchen. Would and people it'd... apply to be on Hell's Kitchen? I feel like you have to, right? Like, Somebody I, has to. Like how? To, but like maybe maybe it's like user reviews. Maybe they submit like, "Hey, Gordon, this this place is in the dumps." But but also you have stuff like 
like it could be a worker at the restaurant because I'm just thinking to like Dr. Phil where usually a family member or friend is like, Hey, check my, my, per, this person I know is not, not good. And you should talk to him, Dr. Phil. Well, so it's usually I mean, that's like, what you're saying the whole, Oh, they're not good. Right. So whenever Gordon Ramsay, whenever Gordon Ramsay calls someone up and be like, yo, you want me to come? You want Hell's Kitchen to come pull through and be what's up? Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, you know what? Yeah, my restaurant does suck. And then come pull through, right? Is that what they're, are they just yeah, be, admitting? Because, because the restaurant has to confirm they want Hell's Kitchen and Gordon Ramsay to show up. So they, yeah, they have to do that. So they're question will- is, it's like, these, these chefs think that they're the best chef who ever lived. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm sure in some instances there's definitely times where the chefs don't think there's anything wrong. And they just want Gordon Ramsay to show up so they can prove that there's nothing wrong. Um. And then Gordon Ramsay's he shows up and, and that's just not the case. No, or, or, or also, I, I think a big role can be just the publicity of being on Hell's Kitchen. Not true, but m- m- most of the kitchens go under, though, don't they? Yeah, there's a there's an actual website that you can go to where it says if this oh, yeah. restaurant from episode one, season seven survived, and it it says it has it tracks whether those restaurants succeeded or not. I uh, I I bet you there have been times though where Gordon Ramsay showed up to a restaurant, and he just he does his scout. I'm sure he just does a quick quick little run through and he just goes i I mean this is nothing it's good it's it's cool (laughs) i I guess we won't do a i guess we won't do a hell's kitchen episode (laughs) check it out it's too nice here yeah this is too fancy for me (laughs) oh my abs the tapestry bro like yeah (laughs) and i can't do a whole 50 minutes on that (laughs) yeah Hell's Kitchen, man. That's a good one. I've watched that one by him, and I've also... Well, I've watched some MasterChef. That's that's pretty entertaining. Have you watched the one with the kids? No, I've not. I, I do... I've just seen video clips on YouTube, and it's so <laughs> funny to see. And, and you would expect him to treat them differently. But he treats the kids just so, so kind. Even oh, if they're yeah. messing up, he's so kind. And then you go to the regular MasterChef with the adults, and he's just, you mess up, you are getting it. He is in your face, and there's no way you can get away from him. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. Like, he, he loves, I, I, I feel like, like MasterChef Junior, I think that's what it's called, was his passion project. He just was like, I want to I wanna, like, help some, some kids cook. I bet you like, that's what he said. And he's like, make it happen. <laughs> Well, because they'll have, like, their whole, like, because it's not like, I don't, I don't I don't know the show that well, but, like, mm-hmm, they same. come for real people. It's like they do yeah. a pop-up restaurant and then boom. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, and it's insane to me because they're so good at kicking at cooking at such a young age. Like, oh, yeah. How, hello? I barely knew how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich when I was eight. And those kids are out there filleting fish and whatnot. Mm. which is mm. actually wild to me. I'm not that impressed. Really? No, I'm not. Are, do you, really? I'm not that impressed. Connor, what, no, were you, I, what were you doing at the age of 10 that was impressive in the kitchen? What, what well, di- first of all, first of all, I wasn't <laughs> in the kitchen. 
Uh huh. Okay. All I'm saying is that children doing extraordinary things I don't think is impressive. Okay, and 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 is, are you saying this because what you were very very good at like Super Smash Bros? So you're like, well, I was extraordinarily good at this video game. No. So them being good at cooking, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. No, the reason why I say this because like I teach kindergartners. And these kids are four years old, and they can write with better handwriting than, like, anyone I graduated with. <laughs> yeah. They can show up. They can. Oh, I'm saying, I think kids are, they, they can do it. They're underrated. Yeah, they're underrated. Yeah, yeah. They're, I think they're potential. Um, yeah, I think they're underrated. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I I haven't I haven't seen a lot of show, but from from what I did see, it is it is. I think it's pretty impressive, but yeah, maybe I guess no, you, it you, is. Would, it you is. wouldn't consider it like extraordinary. I mean, you you see a you see a ten year old play, you know, an insane classical piece on piano. That's extraordinary, but yeah, well, yeah, cooking, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anybody cooks. Thank you. You got your pina colada. He got caught in the rain. He's not into yoga. Very good. He has half a Thank brain. You. I don't know if you caught that, Connor. No, I didn't. My, mo- my mom said hi on her way out. I knew she said something. Yeah, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, if this maybe makes some sense now why Connor was singing Pina Cloud at the beginning of, this, uh, of the episode. Uh, just before we started recording, my mom called and she goes, do you want a Pina Colada? And I was like, oh, well, I'm about to, I'm about to record. And she's like, I can just, uh, I'll just like whip it up and bring it down downstairs. I'm like, okay, how long, how long will that be? And she said five minutes. And here we are. Is it five, five minutes? minutes? Is it five minutes later? It feels like it's, it's been five. If, it's at least been five. And now I got a Pina Colada. So drinking on the pod. Here we are. Mm. Mm. What, Connor? Mm. What? Mm. Mm. Cheers. Cheers, yes, cheers. With you, my mineral water. Your mineral water and uh, canned coffee. And a bag of seaweed Lay's chips. But the, uh, no, the, the, mineral, the mineral water is what I wanted to, like, call attention to. Okay. That wasn't... Did we talk about this? Did we talk about different bottled waters? I mean, we've been talking about water, bottled water for. I, I think last episode you asked if I think there's different tastes in bottled water, and I said I think Dasani and Aquafina were pretty bad, and I, I, I did right. say some stuff, but I don't think we really got too into it. So I've been thinking about it more this whole week, okay. and I've I've kind of been like branching out because I have. If you like look around my room right now, you'll see a lot of like Seven Eleven brand water bottles. Yep. And and the one you showed me, the, the one you cheered with me was not a Seven Eleven. It wasn't. Yeah. Just now, I got this mineral water. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I got the mineral water is because I got another b- bottled water that wasn't the Seven Eleven one. It was the Singha one. Okay. And Singha is known for making beer. Interesting. And <laughs> and uh, their water is not good, bro. Worse than the Seven Eleven. I it, yes, it's worse than the Seven Eleven. Like it tastes like it's from a filter. Like 
like you yeah, can that's, taste that's the kind of gross. Yeah, 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 that's the that's the thing. Water, there, there's definitely this perfect middle ground that you can get because water that's that's over know, processed. Is that the correct word? Just just like you you can filtrated. Yeah, you osmosisized. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 But yeah, whenever you go to the extreme with with doing that, it it doesn't taste as good. It, obviously, it just generally doesn't. Um, so no, not at all. Yeah, like I, I know people who say that Dasani tastes like uh, chemicals, just straight chemicals, and I'm like, okay. Singha, Singha. I think it's Singha. There's like a lion on it, okay. and yeah, it it tastes bad. It's really bad. So if you... so I got this, and I was like. And I went up and I went to the break room and I like asked my coworkers, I'm like, guys, what's the best bottled water? Mm-hmm. Because I got this Singha today and it was absolute shit. And they're like, yeah, that one is shit. You know, like people agreed with me. They're like, they jumped on it. So like, this is a well-known like, yeah. they're like, don't get Singha water. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> um, so now I'm on a quest to find the best water. The best water. Here. Okay. Yeah, and one of my coworkers was like talking and talking and talking up mineral water. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna try the mineral water, even though it's like a, you know, it's more expensive. Mm. Um, but there's nothing special, nothing fancy. Like I feel like there's something in this mineral water. It's the one I cheered you with. Uh, but I don't know. I think I Does like. Does it the taste? Regular. Do you think it tastes better than the Seven Eleven brand of water, though? I don't think so right now. Okay. No. Interesting. So, so we'll be joining you on your quest over these next couple of days or weeks uh, to find the best water. Finding the best water in, in Thailand. That's yes. All right, cool, cool. I'm I'm excited to see what the final verdict will be. There, there is. I I have a prediction. Okay. One of my predictions is that Seven Eleven will be the best. Is the best? Yeah. Uh, a second prediction of mine is going to be Minerai. I have a bottle of it right here. It's M I N E R E, I think, with an mm-hmm. accent on the E. Um, I can't like the bottles turn, so I only see the M I N. So I don't know how it ends spelled. But this Minaret, like, that's what's used at the food court. Okay. But there's no big bottle of Minaret. Oh, that that kind of sucks. Yeah, and I like that liter and a half. Mm. bottle of water because you know i don't got a faucet baby yeah and that can get you through a good like it can last a much better time because i'm taking i'm I'm, I'm guessing the smaller bottles you're talking about are like the 15 what is it the 16 how how big's a regular water bottle 16 ounce fluid ounces or something i don't think we use fluid ounces here man um i doubt i don't think you do either maybe you do though here's the minaret okay minaret um what's it say it is mostly in thai okay i think it is 16.9 fluid ounces that's the regular thailand that's the regular water bottle sound uh volume what is that in liters um you mean milliliters that's 500 milliliters yes that's 500 milliliters is half a liter bro (laughs) Yeah, so is that what your your Minaret bottle is that you got? Yes, this okay. is half of Okay, so it's a regular water bottle. Then that's that's regular that's... water bottle. And then there are the ones that are a liter and a half, but hmm. there are no liter and a half Minarets. Interesting. At least not that I found. I have a pretty shitty Seven Eleven by my place. 
Like, it's just smaller than other ones. Mm-hmm. So you've been to... Like, the... you don't get truffle Lay's chips, which is a good thing, because I'd be buying a lot more Lay's chips. <laughs> but we don't have truffle Lay's chips. There you go. What are truffles, by the way? They're like mushrooms, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. I'm not, like, eating... Yeah, I love I love truffles. Yeah. Uh, yeah, truffles. Do, do we... You guys got truffles chips back not home? Not chips. I don't think truffle chips, but I... Just truffles, yeah. Yeah, I don't... I don't. Lay's don't got truffle chips back home? I don't think so. Why are they here and not back home? Lay's has different flavored chips for all over the world. Why? Uh, like... <laughs> Why? Wildest Lay's flavors for each country. Let's, let's see. Let's see what we get. Lay's potato flip chip, Lay's, Lay's, Lay's potato chip flavors from all over the world. Okay, in Greece, you have crab. In Spain, oh, crab. you have shrimp and garlic. Okay. In Thailand, oh, you have hot chili squid. We do have hot chili squid. Have you tried it? No. Okay. I'm a vegetarian. I'm not gonna have a hot chili squid. Oh, that's chips. fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't really thinking about that. Um, <laughs> in Spain, you have olive oil. Another Thai. Another Thailand one. This is what you're eating right now. The nori seaweed. Yep, that's what I'm eating right now. Another Thailand. These are just all Thailand ones. Lobster hot plate. Yeah, there's lobster hot plate. I've seen that one. Is that all showing me? That was like that was like five. Okay, okay. Here's another article. The 20 weirdest potato chip flavors that ever existed. That's oh, but this like isn't a, just Lay's. This is all. Yeah. Do you still want to do this list or? No, no. I'm. You lost me. I just. I just. just want to throw out number one is Pringles cinnamon and sugar potato chips. I just wanted to say that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, how about we? How about we get onto that that Reddit we got for this week? This is right. uh, this is off the Ask Reddit subreddit, and this is asked by user A underscore Sambex Ray, and they ask. What food is arguably better as a leftover to eat? Soup. Soup? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can get soup. I can, I can get behind that. I was going to say pizza. I really like reheating pizza. I've never not enjoyed that. Um, yeah, but do you, do you ever not? Wait, you've never had a distasteful leftover pizza? I'm sure on occasion, maybe, but I think on average, I, I, I like the pizza leftover. I have been being very stickler recently about eating things fresh. Okay. I really like to eat things, like, as fresh as they can mm-hmm. be. Um, so, like, O'Connor, I'm if somebody's, a... like... Go ahead. If somebody's, like, making food right in front of me, or, like, somebody's making, like, like uh, cinnamon rolls in front of me, mm. and they sell cinnamon rolls, I don't want the cinnamon roll that's been on the shelf for 50 minutes. I you want, want the, the fresh one. I want the one that's coming out of the oven right now. Yeah, yeah, That's reasonable. Um, I think that's fair. So this is a hard, this is a hard question. See, kind of the thing for me is, uh, you know, the past five months I've been, right, five months, four months, whatever, I've been living on my own in an apartment. 
So generally, whenever I make a meal or I order, order food out or something like that, I will have leftovers. Um, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't I eat, never have leftovers. I don't, I don't eat a whole lot. So I, I generally have a good amount of leftovers. Um, but, but I think, I think pasta reheats pretty well. I, I do enjoy, I do enjoy reheated pasta. I haven't had pastas in a very long time. Yeah, the the good old. Actually, that pasta. was one of my last meals before leaving the states. Was pasta. It sounds like a good meal. I yeah. I I think I've also through my my meal subscription thing, I've I've had some really good reheated stir fries that I've made. I've I've come to really it, it, to a to a point where I think the reheated version was better than when I. I initially made it. That's a bad sign, man. How's that a bad sign? What if? How is that not a bad sign? What if some foods? One of some foods are just better reheated. No, 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 no. That ever crossed your mind? Some are, and it's soup, and it's literally only soup. You can't just say it's no, 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 no. I'm not going to say it's just. Why not? The answer is soup. Like, next question. What what foods are good reheated? Meatloaf, uh, lasagna. Actually, that does sound good reheated. Yeah, I will say burgers and fries. I hate reheating those. I I I generally never do that. Okay. I think if you're having something as leftovers, and it is like irrationally terrible compared to what it was whenever you first got it then that's a bad sign. For example, if you got french fries and they're great and you love the french fries, but then you go home and you're like, oh gosh, the french fries are cold, I'm gonna reheat them, and you reheat them, they're not gonna be good anymore. Yeah. Because french fries are terrible. Reheated. They're they're a food, they're terrible. No, they're great. But it's a bad sign for the food itself. Like if it doesn't reheat well, So you're saying, okay. So you're saying if food doesn't reheat well, then it's not good to begin with. Interesting. Sometimes. I don't know. Because then yeah, it's I, like, well, I feel like that can't be the case for everything. For like a fried egg, it's not the case. <laughs> yeah. I, let me re-microwave my egg. <laughs> my fried my egg. My fried egg. Let me put that in the microwave real quick. So, Connor, a couple, this, a couple weeks ago, I kind of joked about us having a Christmas special. And it wasn't until this week... When I realized our next episode, the one after this one, actually releases on Christmas Day. Oh yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it came it came across to me that oh we actually will have a Christmas special whether we like it or not, because the episode's mm-hmm. releasing on Christmas Day. Yeah, I was about to like be all, I don't know, like rubbing my shoes about the fact that I have to go on to work on Christmas. Uh huh. But I don't. I don't. There you go. Um, so I do That's have. Nice, I, I guess that is nice. So, so are you trying to record a Christmas special? What's happening? Well, that that'll be next week. That's just next week's episode. No, I. I Where did this come from? Well, I have some. <laughs> I do have some some build up because cool. okay, build up. Because the next episode that the people will be listening to after this one will be the one that's released on Christmas Day. So I've come up with some questions that our listeners may have for some last-minute some last Christmas questions, okay? 
Alright, you're asking the wrong person. Hey Connor, I'm also the wrong person here, so we're we're just gonna <laughs> do our best here. Alright. Okay. Some of these questions it, are, are positive, some of these aren't. Uh, uh, they're just there I have three questions. I was like, these might be questions people wanna know come Christmas okay. time. These these are the people, Connor, who are listening to this episode right now and they have one week to figure it out. Uh mm-hmm. the, the, the first the first thing the, the first question I got here. What are some good last minute shopping places um does 7-eleven have toys do they have a toy section yeah no you said that yeah I was... <laughs> yes no there are yeah you can get toys at 7-eleven okay so i guess if like, you really sure. need to if you really need to you can go to 7-eleven you're not gonna get a box of lego set but like You'll get like a, like a, cool little squirt gun. I don't know. Do you like, think? <laughs> do you think at, at what point does food become a good gift? I think food's a fantastic gift. Always. See, I think I'm, food is like the best gift. I'm I'm thinking, you give someone a bag of chips. That's oh cool. Thanks. One bag of chips. Now, if you give them five bags of chips. Well, dude, you just you got me covered for the next like three weeks. How big are your bags of chips back? Also, home? I don't need to, actually. No, I definitely would not eat five, <laughs> five bags of chips. Well, I'm thinking what? of. A, I, think, I think. How big is this bag of chips to you? What size the, is it's this? It's the big pack. It says it on the bag. Yeah, I was hoping you wouldn't read that. It's the big pack. Well, how big do you think this is? That that bag you're holding looks like the mixture between. A bag of chips that you would get at a concession stand of a high school sporting event and yeah. a bag of chips that I would go get at Walmart right now. It does not look so, like the it does not look like it's the full size bag that I would see at a Walmart. This is like the biggest. Yeah, that's that's I would say that's that's slightly smaller than what a regular bag of chips would be here in the States. Based off yeah. of what I'm seeing. I uh yeah, I uh you agree with this? I really like the fact that chip sizes and just portion sizes are smaller here. Mm-hmm. Cuz like I don't want to buy like I didn't want to buy a big bag, but that's all they had in the concession stand. So uh-huh. I got Yeah, the... yeah. <laughs> that's um, um that's like we buy the mini sodas. So when my sister says, "Hey, can I have Mountain Dew?" Yeah, you can, but it's in this mini I think they're eight ounce. They're probably less than eight ounce cans. Right. They might be seven and a half ounces. Um, yeah, those yeah. ones are better, like health wise. Oh well, yeah, less less soda is always better <laughs> health wise, I'd assume. But mm-hmm. it's also it's a very interesting thing where if you do have less portions, and I guess this is probably what those really really f- fancy super expensive restaurants pull off but having less makes you appreciate it more yes and the, you you enjoy the flavor more just the yes. whole experience of consuming it yep. is better if it's less yeah i agree i agree because less is more because i can eat a whole thing of flaming hot cheetos and i know you love flaming hot cheetos connor <laughs> yeah i kind of don't yeah I, I but know. I yeah know that. i know that 
I, you've, you've said this before. You do not like flaming hot Cheetos, but uh-huh. I, I could eat a whole bag of Lay's chips, and you know, over the course of watching a movie, and then I go, oh, I just ate a whole bag of chips. But if I have one of those baby bags of Lay chips, I'm gonna enjoy all those, mm-hmm. all those, like all eight of those chips. I'm gonna enjoy them. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. No, I feel, I feel it 100. percent Um. 100. percent But yeah, I feel like food would not be a bad last minute gift and you can kind of get that I at any local supermarket bad. i think i think that it's better than most gifts i would much rather just receive food mm-hmm. than like anything what about what about basic clothes like socks how do you feel about the socks as a christmas gift um you need socks you can't deny this yeah, but I don't need socks every year. Really? Sometimes I do. I know socks are like kind of a wild card there. I think socks are they're they're okay. I'd say they're okay. I think like socks and underwear are better than most. Yeah. I would rather when get it, socks as a present than a shirt. I I agree. I agree with that. Just because if I'm going to be wearing a sh- uh, you know, socks, I don't care as much about. But if it's a shirt, I'd rather be the one picking out what the shirt is. Yeah. I don't I don't really need that many shirts. That that too. But like like I you know, back home my, my closet is way too big. <laughs> yeah. Um but like here my closet is I have like a rotation of like three to four shirts. Mm-hmm. I have a week's worth of clothing, and that's it. All yeah. my all my clothes can fit on the drying rack, and uh, I uh, I don't want more shirts. When I uh, um, when I tell people I only have one pair of shoes, so I have I have a pair of tennis shoes, I have Crocs I'll wear at home, and then I have two mm-hmm. sets of dress shoes, a black set and a and a brown set. But I only have one actual pair of tennis shoes that i wear everywhere to work to school whatever and when i tell them that i say yeah i only really have one the one pair of shoes and they just go what how how do you i don't know i just i don't want more than i i will say i do i do need um i do need to upgrade them because i have a i the, the right shoe has a really big hole in the side of it now and it's that's the con of only having one pair of shoes hmm yeah my feet are my feet definitely get wet I have two pairs of shoes. There we go. Rocking it. Um, one of them are my dress shoes that I wear to work, and one of them are my everything else shoes. Yep. I I'm, I kind of need a third pair, I think. What? Uh, and by that, I mean I need a pair of sandals. Yeah. See, that's the Crocs. That's what the Crocs do for me. It's just right. having a nice pair that I can slide on. Yeah. That's also just a... Just, uh, Bonus. Well, it's not rainy season right now, but once it's rainy season, I want some Crocs. Hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of curious. I don't know if you've experienced this or if this is even something you would experience. I just know uh, with Paul Jong, um, along with all his friends that I visited when I was in Seattle or likewise when I was also in China, uh, they wear like sandals or, or flip-flops in their house. And then they in the house in the house you you wear them everywhere everywhere in the house except for your room. So mm-hmm. you walk around in these sandals, then you take them off when you go into your your personal room. 
So they're yeah, ha- they're know. house shoes. Have you have you like seen have you seen that at all in Thailand? I've heard of house shoes. I haven't really been into any Thai people's houses. Okay. You know? That's fair. So I don't know what they do in there. Yeah, house. I mean, uh, you, you were saying obviously at your school you take off your shoes and you and you wear your yeah. You, you rock the socks. Yeah, we rock, and that's why I could use socks as a Christmas present. Yeah, see, because I'm because uh, I'm kind of curious. You probably some pairs you've had again. You've had got some holes holes at the bottom of some of the pairs now, right? Yes, when I have wearing the socks all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've lost one pair of fun socks. Oh, and by one. And by one pair of one socks, I mean one of them just has a hole in it. Mm-hmm. Another one, there's a hole that is coming. It is not here yet, though, so I still it have is, about, you know. It is on week. the way, though. <laughs> it is on the way. I know it's going to be there. And a third, I didn't have a loofah when I first came here, so I tried using one of my clean socks as a loofah. And it didn't really work because it was a sock. It's and not a loofah, kind of. That's a sock. Yeah, and it didn't work. And then I left it in the Did... bathroom of my hotel. Oh, and so that sock's just gone. When I, when I went to clean it up, right, whenever I'm leaving the hotel, I took my sock and I realized that there are, like, worms in it, bro. I don't know how worms got so in there. So you left the sock at the hotel. Yes, I, I left the I'd, sock. I'd like to think the uh, the the cleaning person who, who who came into your room after you checked out just kind of walked in, looked around, and went into the restroom and just saw in the trash can this lone sock with worms in it. And certainly, yeah. certainly, they thought to themselves, "This person totally used this sock as a loofah, didn't they? They totally thought it." Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I feel like that is no, something that if you're a they would have seen person, before. If you're a cleaning if you are a, like a cleanup lady in Thailand at a hotel in Bangkok, you've seen it all. Yeah, I was going to say you cannot have been the first person to think of using a sock as a loofah. <laughs> well, maybe like this one's a little more specific. It's a little it more odd. It is. And it it's is. not and it's not noticeable like like you said, like you wouldn't be able to tell mm. that that's what it was used for. Um, <laughs> but but like as far as like how much of a mess did I leave in that hotel? Like not really much at all. That's good. You feel me? Yeah, I generally try to not leave hotels messy. Yeah, I'm also generally more of a, a like clean and organized person anyway, so it's easy for me to not make a mess. Yeah, I feel like we're not, I don't know, man. My family has been, like, really persistent about, like, hey, send us your address. We want to send you things. And it's like, I don't really want anything. (laughs) No, like, I don't need it. Connor, send send me your address so I can send you a big old bag of Lay's chips. Yeah, (laughs) and that's the thing that's crazy. Like, Like, my... For for like a, a a go at it there for, we were like oh my gosh like Connor what do, like what do you need we'll send it to you we'll mail it to you mm-hmm. and then like I got around to it I was like but like if I need it I'll just buy it here like yeah. shampoo right? yeah yeah like I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna it's so expensive. ship me ship me some shampoo from ship the other the side of the world yeah like that's fifty dollars just for one bottle of shampoo it, right like. Do, 
I don't know. I don't know. But what? But I'm, it's still expensive, my point, nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. My point is, I could just buy shampoo here now. Mm-hmm. What are the brands of shampoo in Thailand? Any recognizable ones that we would know from the states? Yeah, yeah, there are. The Tresemme. Okay. Is there? Um, that's the only one I've really recognized. I didn't buy it though. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like trying to find the right shampoo. I walked yeah. to this one store. You have like a, a lot of hair, so so you gotta find. It, I'm sure it's a, a bit of, of a journey to find the one that works best. Right, and it's like I can't just have. They're trying to sell me on this like two in one shampoo conditioner. I'm like, I fuck never that do shit. two in one. I can, I just avoid two in one at all costs. Right, like it's just not what you want. Yeah. Um, okay, let's let's uh, move on to this. The second question that I I kind of thought up of. What is the worst white elephant gift? Because generally, white elephants can be seen as you you, you give out gag gifts. And so mm-hmm. I want us to try to figure out what the worst one could be. Okay. My first, my initial thought is, is some kind of ornament or some kind of, not like a tree ornament, but like mm-hmm. like a knickknack that you would have lying around your house. Yeah. Like I, something that you put on a shelf. I do think right. that a Christmas ornament wouldn't be bad, though, because they're getting no, it. No, Christmas ornament wouldn't be good. You think it would be good? Yeah, Christmas something for the tree specifically would be good. Yeah. But something that you're expected to have in your house all year round, bad. Yeah, because then it, I, I think if you give them I, – I think actually what would be really perfect is a Thanksgiving-themed knickknack because that holiday has just passed, and now you have to hold on to it for for basically 11 months until you can put it out for it to make sense. Oh, dang. Right? So maybe a little turkey or something. I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking of something like like a weird sewn stuffed bunny or something. <gasps> this sounds hot. You know what I mean? Yeah, that sounds creepy. With like with like symbols attached to its paws. What? What yeah, is, like what that is would this, be what really is this, creepy. What is this stuffed bunny used for? What rituals? Yeah, what question. rituals? Yeah, it's like I, I think the worst white elephant gift would be something that could be haunted. Could be haunted. You don't you can't confirm it, but there's yeah. definitely a chance that it is haunted. It could be haunted. I, I like that. I like that. Uh and and I you, you do have to hint that it could be haunted. So white elephant how how white elephants work is everybody gets the gift, they wrap it, they don't put their name on it, put it in the middle, people pick the gifts, blah 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 blah. And I think whenever people finally get your box and they pick it up and you just go, oh, be, be careful with that. Uh, you got to mm-hmm. you got to show mm-hmm. that you're you're kind of scared that they're picking your gift. Mm-hmm. You're scared for them. And mm-hmm. then uh, and then maybe they open it up and it's a, a weird bunny rabbit with symbols on its paws. And they go, mm-hmm. why? Why were you telling me to be careful with it? stuffed in when you go? To, oh, um. You know, just yeah, wait, no, don't, don't worry about just it. Wait yeah, just, just wait until night. Just wait until the sun goes down. Just, just, just uh, keep one eye open when you're sleeping. That's all I'll say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep I, one I, eye open. I, I like that, that idea of something that could be haunted. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm glad you like it. That's, that's a good one. Uh, 
Okay, let's move on to let's move on to the last one. This one's a little more. I mean, they're all they're all Christmassy themed, but this one's probably the most out of the of the, all the questions. Uh, what foods would Santa prefer beside the chimney? Instead of milk and cookies, oh, over wh- milk and cookies, over milk and cookies, because that's that's what everyone says. Oh, we gotta leave Bro! milk and cookies by the chimney for Santa Claus. It's gotta be something that's not too filling. Yeah, he's busy. That like he's he's and, running around. And if you gotta eat cookies at everybody's house. You're gonna be. I mean, there's a reason why Santa Claus is fat, right? Yeah. What what if we give him like a like an energy drink or something? I don't know. I don't know what this what this man needs. An energy bar? No, I think something like something that like just dissolves instantly. Like melt like cotton candy. Okay. Cotton candy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's not going to take up too much space. Problem with cotton candy is a lot of sugar. Also Maybe his hands like- also his hands will get sticky. Yeah, we don't want sticky hands. He has gloves, but like, it's yeah, true. we don't want sticky. He might hands. have more more than one pair, so after he's done eating, he can just put on the next one. But there, you need a lot of gloves. <laughs> Santa would need a lot of pairs of gloves. <laughs> he would have one bag for all the presents, and the other bag just holds all his all his extra just pairs of gloves. gloves. <laughs> What's that, Santa? That's my laundry bag. <laughs> um, Mrs. Claus will not be pleased when I get back. <laughs> No, no, there, there's a lot of work ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first six months of, of, of uh, the year is just us washing all the gloves that I wore over, over the, the one night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do like the idea of it. It should be not that filling. Um, and, yeah. And, and this, this kind of could lean into the, the whole bit of less is more. And I, I mm-hmm. earlier referred to, oh, this is what the big fancy expensive restaurants try to do is just a really small dish that is just really good. What if it's like... It's like a little bit of something that's real tasty. What if it's like a takeaway dish where it's like... Like, Santa gets the gift, he takes it with him, he takes it home, and then it's like how he's what if supplies himself what if food it's for the rest of the what year. if it's a bowl of soup that he can reheat yeah when he gets home after delivering all the presents oh yeah. my gosh and then he puts all the soup into one big pot and then it's like you, you know you soup. know what it is he has he it, the you know in tw- five years the thing becomes to give santa a bowl of soup and what he does is he has another bag for soup and he just dumps all the soup into the one bag and exactly then, so it's it's all one big, big collateral. And, and then when he gets home, he has one giant, big old stainless steel pot that he dumps it mm-hmm. all into and, and he feeds everybody. It's, it's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, actually, that's a great, <laughs> great idea. So soup. So, so any, yeah, a, leftover, leftover, a good leftover meal that Santa can enjoy after he delivers the presents. After he Cuz he's got no time he's, to, he's got no time to eat while he's doing that. No time. No, we did the math the other year, didn't we? Did we? We did the math of how yeah, of how long Santa would spend in your house. Okay, we might. <laughs> yeah. No, we we definitely did that on the air like last year. It, that that it is it does sound like something we did. Yeah. I'd have to well, I have to ch- I'd have It to was try. something ridiculous like like 10 like milli milli seconds tenths yeah. of a second 
Like, that's how much time he has in your house. So he, like, drops He's it just off, doing grab-and-goes. Just grab-and-goes. He doesn't yeah. get to eat the soup. He just has to leave. Yeah. He gets to enjoy it after. I think, that's a, I think that's a great idea. Just some good old leftovers. I have a question about Santa. Okay. Why do you think Santa goes down the chimney and not through the front door? Um, is there something along the lines of it's not, an, like, it's not like an armed robbery if you go down through the chimney? That's a good idea. I like, is, have is there a pig. Peppa Pig tackled this question. Peppa, the Peppa provided Pig? provided it. The Peppa Pig okay. tackled this question, and they answered it. So, Santa comes down the chimney, and they did the classic, what you do in a cartoon is, like, oh, you stay up and wait for Santa to, mm-hmm. to come anyway. Yep, yep, right? yep. So, Peppa and her brother, I think, stay up. And uh, St. Nick, he comes down, goes through the chimney. Um, gives them their presents, and Peppa's just like, wait, Santa, why do you use the chimney? Why don't you just use the front door? And then Santa was like, that's a good idea. And he went out the front door. <laughs> so you're so, telling me Santa's just never thought of it. Exactly. But he just never thought of it. Is essentially, what we're trying to say is in the North Pole, they just get around through chimneys. Chimney. He doesn't it's know a... what a front door is. Santa hasn't been taught this. Intricate. This means of entering and leaving buildings. Yeah, they got they got a really complex chimney system. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's it's like in Monsters Inc. Like when all the doors they just like move in that really intricate. It's just chimneys that go everywhere, all all over the North Pole and. Santa. Yeah, you'd think it'd be like a like a play area in McDonald's. Yeah. It would look, it would look like that. Um, so I, I uh, this was, I think, two days ago. I found this, what I, I can only assume was an old art project of mine. Now, it's, mm-hmm. it's not dated. Uh, I, would, I would say it has to be quite old, though, uh, based off of the story that is told. It's a, like a, a little flip book. So it's oh, nice. it's a long it, not okay not a flipbook because a flipbook's the things that you okay I know it's not a flipbook but um, it's a long sheet of paper that's folded up and you spread it open and it tells a story oh that's cool that's right? cool I like it bank We're, robbery I see yeah it's called bank robbery and and after I read this I I, I thought to myself how would it work? did you not make that it looks homemade I didn't make this you did yes this is this is my creation and after I read it I I thought to myself what was I even thinking here okay Okay. so this is like a discovery from your youth this yeah this is a one two three four five panel comic short title did you date it no it's not dated that's the one thing okay um and i do want to point out on like the 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 first uh the title page robbery is spelled incorrectly they're oh, very much so. There's supposed to be two Bs, and so I, I drew a little carrot. Oh, I get it. Because you carrot it in. Because you carrot it in. It. it was a little English joke there for all you English majors out there. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so we're gonna we're gonna read through this this comic. Uh, is I I actually have no explanation for this anyway. So uh, we have three three individuals. 
and they're all looking at the Las Vegas bank. You know the one. Um, uh, this in, this individual up. says, uh, how much money is it again? And a, a man in the middle who has a bloody scar says about 100 quadrillion, maybe. There's a, lot of, zeros? there's a lot of uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 zeros. Uh, 14 zeros. 14 zeros That's behind a lot. One. It's a lot of money. And uh, yeah, and then the third in the, the th- and then the third individual uh, he's just very uh, shocked by that number. And then okay. uh, the next panel, uh, the first individual uh, says, "So, dudes, shall we go in?" And uh, the man with the bloody scar uh, says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as I can use my bloody axe," uh, which is an interesting request. And. Uh, the final person, the one who was excited in the previous panel, says, Well, um, let's go, chums. I want the money. 45 minutes later, so clearly some time has passed. Uh, they are all in the bank, and all the blank bank teller uh, windows are now closed. I, I only assume it's because of the robbery. And mm-hmm. uh, the first individual goes, Well, that was easy, dudes. And uh, the individual with the blight scar says, You're sure right. And the final person says, "So where to next?" And and then the last panel is a is a is a solo portrait of the man with the bloody scar. He has this he has a golden tooth, big big brown big big brown shirt, big gray beard. He says, "Let's go to Bloody Axeville." Uh, yeah, I don't really get what's going on here in this story. Bloody Axeville. And I'm quite certain the the axe man definitely killed people with an axe at this bank. Like I'm I'm fairly certain this is what's implied. I think you should uh you should use this. Oh, okay. Yeah. For for your next project. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are your animation skills these days? They're not great. You got an iPad. You got an iPad. You got an Apple Pencil, right? I do, yes, but I can't animate. That's a whole different field. Um, No, no, no. I I was wondering, do you you remember any of your old – like, did you ever do any old stories that you would remember in a school project? Oh, for sure. I mean, I did them. I don't know if I remember them. Yeah, I think I I do have one other one that I remember I did in third grade – it included a lot of uh, a lot of fictional characters like uh, Dora the Explorer, uh, the Cookie Monster, uh, Pikachu, Luke Skywalker. It was. I, uh, I did a lot of comic strips yeah. in like elementary school. A yeah. lot. Comic comic strips are just the uh, one of the easiest forms of storytelling because you use imagery and words. Bro, imagery is through words. You use images. Oh. Okay, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Weren't you the one? I, what did you say earlier? You said something too earlier. What, what did I say? I'm trying to remember. And I know we didn't record it. This was before we started recording it, so now I can't like actually prove it. Anyway. I have <laughs> a big old... I just opened up my college stuff folder in my... Okay. In my thing, 
mm-hmm. in my in my thing, and I have all these. Like I have all of this stuff. I don't know. Like, you can it? I read you some of the titles, and you want to? You want to take one? Sure, 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 sure. Okay. Um. Dude, I have a thing called flesh. I think I've talked about flesh. I don't know. That's not, like you've already caught my interest. <laughs> flesh? Have I done flesh for you? I don't think so. I think I would remember something called flesh. Yeah, it's called flesh. Only the bones haven't fleshed it out. We jump and bring a drum set to the moon. Simply, we find sound doesn't work up here. It's one, two, three, four a.m., and we don't know where to go. To bed, floating, rather falling back to earth, plane crash landing, return a cyborg and click when we gulp, sparkling lemonade now. Listen, our hearts rate monitors go. Our, our heart rate monitors are really supposed to go like this. And then it has a strip of Morse code. Dang. See, that was a lot more advanced than my uh, five panel comic. Yeah, mine was, I don't know, did you get anything out of it? I, w- I think I'd have to see it to better, to like, interpret any of it. Yeah, it's kind of tough, isn't it? Yeah, the only the only bit that like really stood out to me was the bit where you said that we were falling and then you said plane crash and I was like, shit. I did, I did say yeah. plane crash. Oh, I have a, I have a, I have a revised Oh, I changed it. I changed, and I changed the plane crash landing. Oh, oh dear. We leap and bring a drum set to the moon. Simply, we find sound doesn't work up here. It's 2, 3, 4 a.m., and we don't want to go to bed floating. Rather, falling back to Earth. Hubris crash landing. Nimbostratus enlightening oxidizes our blood like sparkling pink lemonade. Helps our heart monitor beats like pleads like this and then it has the strip of morse code i feel like you just added some fancier words i did add fancier (laughs) words didn't i yeah this is what you do in college i have a strip of morse code and my request is that you play it on the podcast i have no idea how to do that (laughs) you just go to morsecodeplayer.com and then type it in and it'll beat it out for you do you know what it says Yes, I know what it says. I, I have a rough idea of what it says. It's kind of freaky, though. But here's the... here's the Jesus, this is so long! It is long, bro! It's a poem. That's a strip of Morse code that's a poem. Okay, this will be played after the music of the outro. After the music? You don't want to play it right now? This looks like it'll take forever to play. It's just beep, beep. Okay, fine, fine. You can play it after the music of the intro. Because then it'll be like a... Yeah, I don't know. Play it before the music of the intro. The outro. Yeah, yeah, the outro. Yeah. Play it before the outro. Why? But now I just want you to type it into the Morse translator so you know what it says. Let me copy it. Just look up translate Morse code or something. Translate Morse code. Morse code translator. Input. Type your message here, normal text or Morse code. Okay, so. K. 
Control V, Control what? C. All right, read it out, Paul. Read it. I don't know what it says. Connor, what? Okay, it says, Father, before you die, and you will die, give us your flesh. We have learned from your voluntary hiccups you created us. We are your son. We have decided to be your annihilation. That's it? That's it. Oh, shit, bro. <laughs> and, yeah, the beeps will put... College was a weird time we'll, for me, man. We'll... <laughs> <laughs> the beep, we'll put the beeps in at the end. That will be your send-off. All This very sad, morbid, Morse code poem. Oh, you think it's sad? I was trying to go for, like, an Icarus kind of thing. It kind of, yeah, I, I kind of get that. Because, yeah, it's, it's not we are your son, S-O-N. It's we are your son, S-U-N. Uh, oh. in, in the poem. Interesting. I'm Interesting. assuming you meant that on purpose. Yeah, like fly too close to the sun. Yeah, it definitely gives us some Icarus vibes. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that's what I was going for. I was going, I, pretty much what I was doing was like, or maybe like a Frankenstein thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like the Frankenstein is a cyborg, but it's like the, the cyborg wants to be a human. So he's like, give me your flesh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, do you want to man. Do you want to just go move on to that would you rather to close things out? Yeah, let's just <laughs> let's just go to would you rather. Let's do the would you rather. My weird your my weird really college weird poetry. poem. Okay. Yeah, poems that you got to like really think about the words. Yeah. Hubris, do you know what that means? No. I've heard it 100 times over 100 times but yeah no hubris uh, is like thinking about yourself too highly uh okay that that makes yeah. sense um it's your ego yeah big ego yeah okay so would you rather cross the atlantic ocean by sailboat or bike across the u.s Probably the biking. So I have already looked this up prior to this question. The Atlantic Ocean could take two to four weeks. Biking can take two to four months. Yeah, I'm still going to go with You're the biking. You're still going with biking? Yeah, the, the, the ocean, there are too many probabilities that I do not, I don't even know how to prepare for. Mm-hmm. The bicycle, I feel like I could run into some big-ass issues, but at least I wouldn't be like at threat of big you know, o- starvation big big ocean monster kind of yeah big ocean monster have and you, just like seasickness have you ever and uh, like scurvy and scurvy's tough to get now though i believe yeah i, I don't know but have, but like yeah i'll just have some lemons but what if i run out of lemons bro <laughs> then that sucks have you um have you uh, seen the movie or read the book The Life of Pi? Mm, I am familiar with the concept. Yeah. I'm just gonna do that. If that if I if I get to an instance where I'm in trouble, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna find the mag- I'm gonna find lover. I'm gonna find the magical island where everything I need will be. 
Okay, so I'm not that familiar with Life of Pi. I will admit <laughs> you just said something that I did not did not register with my understanding of this no, book. No, I, I... Well, my whole understanding is that it's like someone who falls in love with like a sea monster, right? Okay, it's the book of it's it's the story of the man who who's gets like not like boat crash and then he's stuck on a lifeboat with a tiger. Really? There's no underwater animal? Not really. Really? There's no, no. there's no like mermaid who like Sir, merman. What are you what are you thinking of? I don't know. <laughs> um no, I think I'm picking this I'm picking the sailboat. Really? I, I I I would like Connor, if you run out of food, you know what you do? You just go exercise. you just go fishing. You go fishing in the No, in the I'd rather go to seven eleven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i guess not. i guess that journey would be more difficult for you if you ran out of food because you yeah and like yeah. The, the you mean for the boat thing yeah how long can you survive without food like three weeks i don't know i feel like you're stretching that well yeah and you're stretching that if you are on a boat yeah a sailboat but like but like a sailboat right if it's not windy, then you're not going anywhere. Yeah, it did and, say it did say if wind was bad, it could take up to a month and a half. Yeah. Yeah, like the wind might really fuck you. And what if there's a storm in the middle of the sea? Come on, that's like the scariest part of the movie. That is the scariest part of the movie. Yeah, I just hope for the best. It's the scariest part of the movie, bro. You're going to actually be quoting like Odysseus <laughs> scorning <laughs> Zeus, bro. Yeah. Back off. You're going to be straight out of a Greek epic. Yeah, what if they read a story about me? Connor, if I die at sea, will you write a Morse poem about me? Only if you're okay that no one will read it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're okay that no one will read it and that I will keep it in my laptop and I'll, like, forget that I have the poem on yeah. some hard drive. Yeah, yeah, and then someday, someday, hundreds of years in the future, they'll find the hard drive and they'll they'll open up the poem and be like, "What the hell is this about?" Some yeah, okay, some boat. So if you're okay with like the yeah. confusion, yeah, I am. That's cool with me. As long as you give my name a shout out in the poem, obviously. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Anyway, no one. Your name. I don't think having your name there will, will what, will affect it at all, really. No, it won't. But I still want it there. You know. Okay. <laughs> it's it's more of a it's more of a me like a, a thing I want, uh, rather than a thing that like actually is necessary. I got you, bro. Cool. And then if you if you somehow die in your bike journey across the US, I will also do a Morse poem about you. Well, and that's another thing is like traffic's kind of scary. Yeah. See, like, you, you do if put. I'm your... biking in a rainstorm. That's. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure some of those states that you're biking through, you'll the traffic could be could be a problematic thing. Yeah, and I kind of want to avoid the Rockies. Yeah. But also, I want to avoid the desert. That's tough to do. Yeah, I think I'd want to avoid the desert more than I'd want to avoid the Rockies. I think so too. Because yeah, I wouldn't want to put my like dehydration would I think is is probably one of the most dangerous things that could get you. Yeah. Well, and like I guess I'll up a mountain. 
I guess I'll I do it. I guess. There's got to be there's got to be like a I could get on a Facebook group and <laughs> like find people who are going to bike across it this summer. Big old chain of people. Big old group. There's got to be a Facebook group. Okay, then I'll just find a big old group of people who want to do a sailboat across the landing. (laughs) I don't think there'll be as many. Oh, but there'll be someone, certainly. I don't know how many sailboats are out there. How many sailboats are making cross-sea voyages? I feel like it's more than one. Is that is that Googleable? Google Googleable? Let's see. How many sailboats? At sea right now. At sea right now? That's what you're trying? Are lost at sea? I, I kind of need to check this first. All right. Yeah, let's do that one. <laughs> Whoa. Between 2011 and 2021, some 892 vessels were lost at sea. Okay, that's not too high. Yeah. I don't I don't. I feel like that's... How many vessels were at sea, you know? Like, I feel like that number's not... How many sailboats are, are at sea? Watch the world ship sailing in ocean. What? How many boats are on the ocean? Yeah, there's like a whole well, like that's, thing. That says more than 90,000, but that's commercial boats too. Yeah, maybe some military boats in there as well. Yeah. How many ships are still lost at sea? How many boats are in the ocean every day? How many sailors are lost at sea? How many boats are on the ocean? There's a lot of boats boats questions. I don't know. You if, know I don't know if that specific question you asked, though. Uh, you know... Is, I've heard that Google doesn't work in China. Uh, I don't believe they don't use Google. Paul, oh, I have a Google phone. Yeah, that's an. No, I heard that it's Bing. That's it's an, Bing in China. I I I forget what I'd have to ask Paul Jong, but I think they just use a different browser. I had a friend who was yeah Bing. I don't remember if it's Bing or not. I had a friend who worked in China like two Bing. years ago. That's the sound it makes. Bing. I had a friend who, like, just worked in China. It okay, might even maybe. be less then than It probably years. is Bing. I, dude, I don't know. It was, like, during pandemic. He was working there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know why I brought that up. Because you have I guess phone. what I'm saying is you can't, and yeah, you can't your, Google. Is your phone you won't be able to Google operatable it in China because it's made by Google? Oh, I already know that it's not. Especially because, one, it's an American phone, and, two, it's... Not Chinese. They have iPhones in China. That's American. No, if I'm going to China, I'm getting a Huawei. Yeah, Huawei or no way. My first purchase is a Huawei. (laughs) Seriously, that's what I'm doing. That's reasonable. I get off the plane. I get off the plane in China. Uh huh. I go to. Go find a vendor that's selling phones. Find a vendor selling phones, and I get a Huawei. You say, what's your best? What's your best? cheapest priced Huawei I'd probably just go for the best I don't know how expensive things are in China yeah I don't really remember well that's that's, uh, I'd probably just stick with my iPhone because they still use iPhones yeah but like they got you gotta at least get a Chinese SIM card yeah 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 I would and iPhones are like landlocked bro you got to get it unlocked. I have. You ever taken that? Mine is unlocked. Yeah. You have not. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I prepared, Connor. I knew. Prepared for what? Prepared uh, for the case that I would need an unlocked phone. Okay, that's that's fair. That's yeah. fair. So you went to the Apple store and you're like, no, give me an unlocked one. Well, I bought it online and I got it unlocked, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, we big brain. All right, well, yeah, is- I, I think it's time. Wait, Paul, I oh. need to get a phone case. I don't have a phone case. You don't have a phone case? Should I should I rock the no phone case? I'm rocking no phone case. I have a, I have a skin on the back. But that's it. But that doesn't really add protection. I don't even have what a. What about sc- a pop socket? I don't even have a screen protector. I don't have a screen protector either. Yeah, my phone got like scratches, and I don't even like drop it. I'm like, wow. But they're baby scratches, so I don't really care. But yeah, I I've liked rocking no sc- case. I've been doing it for probably two months now. It's it's I like it. We'll see, man. Like, to be fair, I don't really drop my phone that often. But I do work with children who put their hands in my pockets. <laughs> yeah, so you do Seriously, risk. You do risk. Like, you they do... will, they'll straight up just. Teacher, rope. teacher pocket. They do call me teacher. I like that. You know, they're not calling me mister. I really prefer them calling me teacher. I would prefer them to call me teacher, too. You know, like, it feels like I'm in a movie. <laughs> yeah. Teacher. You know, like, you're in, like, you're, like, in the Karate Kid. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm not Mr. Connor. And, I, yeah, I couldn't do it. I don't know. I think I'd hate teaching in the U.S. Well, yeah, I don't know, though. Yeah, I don't you know why we're getting there. Haven't done it yet, so you can't, you can't. Tell, can't, haven't done you. Not, so you can't, can't knock it till I try. Ha, yeah, right. the, there you go. You said it, not me. Um, <laughs> well, folks, <laughs> thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, next week, have a merry holly, jolly, have a merry happy Christmas, have a merry happy holidays. Uh, we'll we'll talk to you next next week, but next week will be special because it's on a special day, the Santa day. Uh huh. Thanks for thanks for listening. Have a great week. Uh, talk to you. Talk to you next time. Talk to you next time. Take care, Paul. Is this in Italian? No, I think it's French. <laughs>